I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The midterm elections are just six weeks away from tomorrow. Republicans have a slight lead, expected to take the House. Democrats have a slight advantage to retain the Senate. If that happens, we will have divided government. Uh, a lot of people see this as a, as a bad thing, as a roadblock to passing legislation. But the question I've always had is, could that division actually be good for the government? Could it be good for the way things actually get done? Last week, I spoke with podcaster and author Michael Medved uh, about why divided government has become so normal and how it can actually be a positive outcome. I, I'm actually one of those who does believe that divided we stand can be a good thing when it comes to governing. So I asked uh, Michael first, what is divided government? What does that really mean as we march our way towards the midterm elections? Well, what we're looking at is the fact that over the last 70 years, uh, the great majority of the time, more than two-thirds of the time, the American voters have chosen divided government. In other words, it's a rarity to have what we have right now, which is the Democrats controlling the White House and the Senate and the House. It is much more likely that, uh, and this is one of the reasons that you have this whole pattern of a president in his first term almost always loses control of the Congress uh, in the midterm election. Uh, that's one of the things that is always amazing to me is that those in the highest offices in the land refuse to learn the lessons of history. And that is when you have control of all three branches of government, don't swing wildly. Don't jam things through just because you can. Uh, it never ends well. And it actually creates a lot of uncertainty and instability in the country. Uh, I asked Michael specifically Give us examples of how divided government can actually be beneficial for Americans. Our most successful presidents uh, recently in, in American history have been presidents like uh, Dwight Eisenhower, who had democratic, all democratic control of Congress. He was a Republican president and did very well working with them. And uh, that was true for Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan never during his eight years as a very successful president, Reagan never had a Republican House. It was always Tip O'Neill and the Democrats. Right. And forcing the kind of balance that that does, which is the American norm, is, I think, in a way healthier than these huge expectations that started the Biden administration. It's so interesting to me to, to look at that. Uh, and those that did learn the lessons of history, whether it was Eisenhower, Reagan, Clinton, uh, all of them benefited by stopping their swing for the fences uh, and starting to work with what's in front of them, which actually worked. And so, yes, uh, Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill, uh, that was a combination that did some pretty significant things. President Bill Clinton... And Newt Gingrich came together, made some significant changes, balanced the budget for the first time in forever, 
And so there are a lot of positive in that. Uh, Michael and I talked about why that is, and Michael made a really interesting comment, an observation. He says, you know, our, our government is, is often divided, not as a flaw, but by design. We, we set up uh, a, a situation where deliberately the founders, and you can read this in the, pre- uh, in the Federalist Papers, uh, did not want to replicate the British Parliament. That's not what they wanted. In Parliament, as we see, uh, you have a conservative majority, so therefore you have a conservative prime minister. There's no real division between the legislative and executive branches. Our founders set it up so that there would be. So I want you to stick that through a little bit. So in the British Parliament, whoever has the majority, then they their party leader becomes the prime minister. And so they really are about trying to fulfill the prime minister's agenda. Sometimes we make the mistake in the United States that Congress is there to implement a president's agenda. That's not the way it's supposed to work. Uh, And often it doesn't work. Because, again, regardless of the party, if all the party is trying to do is to pass the president's agenda, it, it just doesn't end well. Doesn't end well for the American people. Doesn't end well for for them and their political power. And the the reality is is that the American people are just exhausted by these extremes. Where if you're just trying to control everything, jam everything through, uh, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't happen. And as I said, the American people are just tired of that extreme partisanship. Michael had an interesting take on that. Americans also seem to me to be tired of extreme partisanship, and I think that's that's a good thing. Uh, basically, looking at politics and viewing the other side as evil mm. or corrupt, uh, ch- chanting at rallies, uh, <laughs> lock him up, whether they're trying to lock up Trump or they're trying to lock up Biden or whether they're trying to lock up Hunter Biden, I don't think it's a healthy trend that American politics right now seems to revolve around wanting to put your opponents in jail. Never, never a good thing for the republic uh, if that is the the goal of our partisan part, uh, politics. Uh, it's also really interesting to note as we look at this again. Divided government uh, can be good. It forces everyone to come to a different space. I actually think it helps whoever is in the White House because they have they don't have to play to the extreme of their party base. So, for example, I think it would be a great benefit to President Biden if the Republicans had the House, because then President Biden could say to the far left of his party, hey, those ideas are just a little extreme and there's no way I can get that through the House. So let's go for something a little more practical, a little more tactical. And that's how you start to have a different change. And then you get some radical stuff like bipartisanship. You get to some solutions that are better for the American people. Uh, But that's such an interesting thing that that parties tend to swing to the extreme, especially when they have control of all three of those branches. Uh, And when they have the the House and the Senate and the White House uh, and they they take all of that power, they they usually go to their base. Republicans have done exactly the same thing. uh, And they benefit from having divided government because then you can say, well, we can't past that, it's impossible. We don't have control of the House or we don't have control of the Senate. So let's do something that we can pass. Let's get something that can be productive and actually move it forward. And so this whole idea of divided government uh, is a feature, not a flaw. 
in the way the founders set things up. Now, this is really interesting. We're going to talk about polling more in hour number two of the program today. Uh, but this is this is some numbers that are really interesting to me. So currently, obviously, the Democrats have control of the House, the Senate, and the White House. By a percentage of 51 to 40, 51 to 40, independent voters in this country would like to have the Republicans take one of those chambers in order to produce divided government. So that's the independence. We always talk about those swing voters that could tip any particular election. And those independent voters, they may agree with the Democrats on a whole host of things. But they're saying, you know what? It's a little bit better for the republic if rather than uh, having the Democrats control everything and push that agenda through without any compromise, without any real debate, let's shift the gears a little bit. 51 to 40. 51 to 40 percent independents favor the GOP taking at least one chamber so that we do have divided government, so that we actually have to have a debate and a real conversation. We'll get to more of that coming up on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Top of the hour news is next. Hour number two is on its way. Stick around. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.